Welcome to BS with M. That stands for bite size, not bullshit. This is a research-based sex and relationships podcast delivered to you in bite-sized episodes under 15 minutes so you can pick up what I'm putting down. This is not your standard dating podcast. I'm bringing in experts from the field and getting down and dirty into all the topics on sex and relationships in a no BS way, which is just my style. Releasing every Thursday so I can send you off feeling some type of way for the weekend. Nothing's taboo, nothing's off limits. Let's get down to business. Just checking that I'm definitely using this mic. Can you hear that? If I tap the mic? Great. Yeah. (laughs) Sounds good. Let's wing it, baby. Woo! Okay. (laughs) Let's wing it, baby. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to BS with M. We have a more fun episode today. We're spilling the tea, as I say, on dating life. I have my friend James with me. Hi, James. Woo! I love it. More fun episode. This is (laughs) exciting. Exciting. I'm the more fun guest. You're the more you're the more fun guest who will be back for not one, but many more episodes to come, I hope. How are you, James? What's been going on? Um, I'm good. I was at a recording session today for some music that I'm writing at the moment, which was super cool. Good to be in the creative mm. zone, doing creative things. And you can't see this, um, M, but I'm wearing an all pink, like matching tracksuit. And it's the no first way. time I've, yeah, I've taken a risk and gone with like some super fly clothing. So I'm feeling fresh. I'm feeling good. Can I just say there's something about wearing a matching track suit that makes you feel on top of the world, doesn't it? I do. I feel on top of the world. And I've got brand new white shoes. So mm. I look like I'm out of a Drake film clip. So if you can imagine for those listening, that's what I look like right now. Did you get any like good content today? Any good pickies of the fit? I, I didn't get many pictures. We got a lot of video. So it was a video oh. shoot. So You'll, uh, I'll have to send it to you, but that, yeah, I didn't that, get many. That's incredible for anyone who doesn't know, because you won't know because you've just met James, but he's an awesome artist and you and your sister Renee and I listened to your music. I don't know if she told you, but in Tasmania, we listened to your music like on repeat. It's beautiful. Oh, thank you. That means so much. You're welcome. And I, I personally just finished a game of dodgeball and look, we're going to introduce, <laughs> we're going to introduce you James, but before literally before dodgeball happened now these episodes are going to be they're going to be about previous relationships for the most part right so i want to make it clear that we're not like not on here to like blast current or ex partners and nor would you be james because james will be sharing stories with us as well but there should be really no good reason for me to talk about people that i'm currently seeing like for me that's usually quite a private thing However, something very interesting happened. I love that. I, I love it. While I'm with you, it's totally private. But as soon as you're not with me anymore, fuck that <laughs> shit. I'm going to air all the dirty laundry. <laughs> well, come on. I think there's, look, I think there's like, honestly, I, I've tossed back and forth. I'm like, should I or should I not do this? Because I think a lot of times we like, okay, I come from a place that's like, oh, I can't wait for you to find the one or I can't wait. You know, I just wish that she could find the one. Um, and no one talks about the hellish journey that it takes to get there. And my check is always like, if what I'm going to share, I think is going to help someone, then I'll share it. In this case, I think it'll help more than one person. And it might also like, it might shine a little light onto, onto the ex relationships, but it's also, it's only my perspective. So it's like every, like there's more than one side of the story. There's usually more than two sides of every story. And so I I just think, I think people can learn a little bit and hopefully with you here, because James is actually an expert in training. 
um, a sexologist in training, aren't you, James? That's right, I am. Resident sex expert in training. Resident sex expert in training. That's so much better. I'm going to use that. Resident sex expert in training. Um, so hopefully you'll have a little, like, I plan on you absolutely testing what I have to say. And we will introduce, like, a little bit about your dating history and such in a little bit. But I have to tell you the story, okay? Okay, lay it on me. I'm ready. <laughs> okay, so before dodgeball, I, so <laughs> I'm back on Hinge. I haven't been on Hinge for about six months, okay? I was meeting, meeting men in the wild and I do date men and I have been chatting with this young fine man, six foot four. So that's great for me being six foot almost two and like good chat and stuff. He seems a bit cheeky. Okay. We've been talking for like probably a week and I find this thing happens where if I tell somebody that if I tell somebody about what I talk about day to day, or if I tell somebody that I have a sexuality and sex and relationships podcast, a couple of different things can happen. Either they're really interested and they think it's really cool, or they are turned off or scared by it. I can't, I can't identify which one it's going to be. Okay. And sometimes I, I, well, I used to tend to kind of like hide that information or hide a bit of myself from them right away. Cause I'd go, it can look like too much. Right. Well, look, we've gone to therapy. We've done a lot of work to be like, no, it's actually not too much. And whoever's going to be like a bit scared of it or whoever doesn't want their future partner to be talking about sex and sexuality is not going to be for me. Okay. So I've gotten over that bit. So this is a perfect case in point about why I used to do it. And it's kind of like, it kind of like reminds me of the kind of work that I've done to be like, no, it's actually fine that these people aren't for me because this guy. So once he found out that I had this podcast, I sent him the link to the podcast when he asked what it was called, because he's going to find it. If I tell him the name is BS with them, he's going to go look for it. So I'm like, yeah, whatever. I'll send you the link. So I sent him the link to my podcast and then he didn't like, he didn't say much about it. He just said, that's really cool. And then he started to ask questions like, is you dating me going to become kind of like a story for you? <laughs> <laughs> this guy was spot on, by the way. He's like, am I going to become an anecdote in your show? Wow. But okay. I'm always like, no, because let's be honest. If the person isn't like, doesn't do you wrong or doesn't come with like, I usually don't like really tell the stories unless it's kind of like a little bit of a learning curve or like I would, I would, shine the relationship and what happened in a good light is what I would say. Okay. Like it shouldn't be a negative story unless you make it that way. Um, so yeah, he was right in the end because what happened, <laughs> we were only chatting for like a week. Okay. And whatever. I don't, I don't, I know how hinge works. Um, I know the success rate is not great. And over the weekend, I noticed like some, he's a firefighter. Okay. I noticed some following coming in through Instagram, but I was like, yeah, whatever. Like, I don't overthink. I, I checked a few of them. It was like people who I didn't have any mutual friends, followers with. So whatever, go about my day. But then today, one of them responded to my Instagram story where I asked people if they had any questions about dating. And he said, why are some ladies so into firefighters or something like that? And I'm like, uh, so it's his friend, obviously. And I'm like, that's a bit like, that's a bit funny, right? Like I didn't respond to this guy's last message on hinge. Like he's obviously told the guys at work that he's talking to me. 
and this guy's message. So I like responded back and I was like, oh, I think based on the research, that's a stereotype and it's only six foot four funny ones. Cause this guy was six foot four and funny, I thought. And he like responded back something funny. And then I messaged the guy on Hinge and I was, I said, you having a busy weekend with like kind of like an exaggerated laughing face. And <laughs> in the meantime, one of his other work friends, because you can do a quick Google search of these people's names and find that they're all firefighters, okay? Had replied another thing to a story. It's just something, just something stupid. In the meantime, James, I hop back on Hinge and this fucker has unmatched me. So he, <laughs> he got, he got his... Like, I think there was like three or four of his little firefighter friends to follow me. And then he comes through and unmatches me. Is wow. this, is this odd behavior or what? Like, I just had a second where I was like, why would you engage? Like, why would you tell? Cause it wasn't like we were talking long enough for there to be like a good story about this chick. Besides what are you trying to show up on the podcast? Which you, I mean, you've done your job, right? Is this, yeah, well, is this fucking odd behavior? <laughs> as it, it's so obvious to me. This is my professional opinion. Okay. But he's intimidated by you, Em. So he obviously thinks you're sexy, which you are. Like he looks at your Instagram. He's like proud to be talking to you. And, you know, it's all going great. You've got great banter. And then he finds out about the show. And this is a real catalyst moment for these guys that like, fuck she's going to be super into sex and all about all this stuff and is it going to threaten my prowess but in the meantime he's told his buddies about you so he's whipped out your instagram at work and they're like oh fuck yeah she's pretty hot as well mate yeah fuck i reckon she's good and so they've followed you too and then he feels guilty that you've caught him out and it's all too much. So he bails. Are you serious? Are you just saying this to like pop my tires a little bit? Cause it's the first episode. No, I'm, I'm, I reckon that's what it is. See, it's so interesting that like you would say it from that perspective, because like I mentioned before, like I automatically, my head went to like, oh, he's seen it and it's too much. And he, I'm too much. I'm too much. Like that's what I used to think. And that's why I used to not connect on social media for months with anyone I was seeing, because honestly, I just like hid that part of myself thinking I want them to know me before they see that because Anyone who knows the world of social media, <laughs> we all understand that we do certain things to market ourselves in a certain way, right? Or to look a certain way. And I do share, I do share some of my private life, but it's very much curated because that's what I do for business as well. And so I actually think, I actually think it's a bit fucked up though, like that these guys came and followed me and are still following me. And then I don't have contact with the person who instigated the whole thing at in the beginning, you know? Well, can I firstly say just, I want to catch you up on something that you you said just there that stood out to me. You said like, I'm too much, right? Like, mm. I just want to like, as a quick aside, just tell you that you are not too much. Like nothing that you're doing in this space mm. is too much. Yeah. And like, I think if the, the key takeaway from this moment is a fuck yes i dodged a bullet there mm. with that guy yeah and i got some more followers great if you want if they want to follow <laughs> that's what they i can thought. look you know they yeah. can check out they can window shop um <laughs> but you know it sounds like you're having this sort of thing has happened to you a few times where do you things happen and you feel like maybe i'm too much for them is that I, is that a thing you resonate with 
I think it's probably uh, myself telling. I think it's me telling myself that, that, oh, they're not with me because I'm too much. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and where do you think that, that feeling of being too much, where does that come from? Oh, it definitely comes from my background because something that I probably haven't been that open yet on the show about um, and something that I work through all the time in therapy is the fact that my family and my background is very much Catholic. My therapist says we come from a nuclear traditional family. And so my family, some people in my family think it's just too much. Like where I come from, I, I as a human am too much. Like people have said, what's wrong with Emily? Because I talk about sex and sexuality. And it stems from that 100%. You just... I'm really sorry to hear that you've gotten those messages and I'm sorry that those messages are still with you because you are not too much. Mm. And it the thing that, that blows my mind, because I've got a bit of shame from my family as well about the yeah. way that I am. I've yeah. always been a very sexual person, always talked a lot about sex. Yeah, I get off easier because I'm a male and that's mm. what's expected of me. Um, but whether you're male or female, trans, whatever your your gender identity, people that really like sex and talk mm. about it a lot and want to have it get shamed. Yeah. It doesn't matter what, whether you're men or women, you get shamed if you like sex. You get diagnosed as a sex addict. People are intimidated or they they want to shame you for for what you're into, you know. And the thing that the thing that is crazy, M, is do you know do you understand what the primary function of sex is? amongst homo sapiens what do we why do we have sex what do you think if i was to, to ask you to reproduce no the ah. primary the primary purpose of sex in homo sapiens is the forming and strengthening of social bonds really that i've learned why something we have here sex. so we it's have kind sex of, hmm. so that we can form and strengthen social bonds we use sex as a way to form a new bond with someone or we might sleep with a friend and we become closer or we might sleep with somebody and then they become our partner. So we become closer. Hmm. We use it to form and strengthen social bonds. That's all you're doing is putting yourself out there saying, I'm willing to connect with people. Yeah. Cause that's, that's what we use sex for. It's so thank you. I did not know that. I would have just assumed that like the primary function would be to reproduce. And even like when I was tossing up sharing dating stories, it's like, why is it so taboo in this world to talk about these things or to call out kind of like shitty behavior? And I'm not, again, not here to, you know, put anyone on blast, but we don't talk about that. We don't talk about sex because we think it's taboo, but then most people, if not everyone is, you know, participating in some form of, of these things that we're trying to just open the conversation around. And you're exactly right. Like, Oh yeah, I have been taught that it is shameful. And so the work that you do to um come from that place, like to come out of that place, uh, it takes a lot of work. And then little things like that, like they can just bite you. Like it it was like my brain went there for a second, and then I went, <laughs> you know what, fuck that guy. <laughs> and then I was about to go, you know what? Fuck those firefighters. And part of me wants to message him and go, he doesn't, he's not matched with me anymore. Like you can unfollow me, but then a bigger part of me went, wait, yeah, thanks for the follows. And also, I hope you can learn a little thing or two about about this. Because I think if you were insecure in yourself or more insecure than I am, that behavior, like imagine if 
roles were reversed and we're just talking about males and females for the sake of the conversation. And if a bunch of girls just came and followed you after you talked to, you know, one person on Hinge for a week and all of her coworkers came and followed you, but she then unmatched you, you would label her as a crazy bitch, you know? But then when guys do that, it's just like, for some reason, like, no one would, no one would say anything. It's like, we're afraid to kind of be like, Hey, that can actually come across as like really nasty or like, Mm. like, what are you doing here still? And like, I thought we were, I thought it was a bit funny. Like I thought it was funny that they were like responding to my stories and stuff. And he just, he just unmatched me, James. And he was cute too, but you're exactly right. We dodged a bullet there. I think, I think there's only one thing left to do. And that's, you have to fuck one of his friends. <laughs> Which one? I was like, look, I was, I was looking the at the pro. The whole, the whole fire brigade, bring it on, baby. I looked at their profile pictures and like tried to decipher if any of them looked single. Um, and I think we might have found one. So yeah, that that could okay. be a decent plan of attack. But I will say, like, and you would experience this too, um, with the work that you are doing slash will be doing, is that when you say that you research sex or sexuality, or when you say you work in the space, people think it's funny to like kind of make jokes about like, you know, oh, you must you must be obsessed with sex or you must always, you know, you must talk about sex all the time. You must want sex all the time. You must always be thinking about it. And it's like, and I said to him too, because he started to kind of joke like, yeah, is is um our date going to be kind of kind of in the words of, is our date going to be on your podcast basically? And I'm like, well, now it is. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of like the the work that you do day to day is not who you are. And so, although I like, I can only really speak, really speak for myself, but I might talk about the research, but I'm just as bad at dating as anybody else. And so it's like, Mm -hmm. I don't want to be judged for bringing up the conversations that I think need to be had. And that therefore that means that you, I become undateable because I'm talking about the things that you won't. I don't really think that's fair. Okay. Mm, Totally. Well, it's just something you said then as well. It's interesting those things that people say to you, they don't say that to me because I'm a man. Mm. And so when I tell people that I am working in sex, so I'm a, I, I do sex coaching um, or even over the years, like many years of doing non-monogamy, people assume because I'm a man, I'm already obsessed with sex. So they don't assume, they don't say those things to me. <sighs> but I, I feel like, you know, it's the same when, when I've had, girlfriends that I've been in open relationships for 14 years, which we'll get to mm-hmm. as soon as like, when I go and date other women, when I have a partner, they're very receptive to that. But when my girlfriend would go and date other men, as soon as they, the men would find out she was in an open relationship, they would assume she was sex obsessed and they would assume that she's probably easy for one of a better term. Yeah. Um, you know? And so it's this thing of like, wow, you must be obsessed then. Like, and you must immediately want sex with me. So they hear you. I do this like sex podcast and they're like, oh my God, you must be obsessed with sex. Then you must also be really want sex with me. I don't know what it is, but like, it's again, it's that, that, that women aren't allowed to be (laughs) as overtly sexual or as intersex. Well, totally. And when, if I just look in my, like today, when we asked about uh, people who had dating advice or questions around dating advice and it was i think all women 
But we're also not like kind of given that voice to speak on these things because of those kinds of reasons, because women tend to feel like I'm too much or if I'm that open about it, I'll then become undateable. And I'll admit that sometimes that has crossed my mind where I'm like, if I talk about past relationships or if I talk about sex, am I going to make myself undateable? And sometimes I just go, well, (laughs) if it happens, it happens, whatever. But it's funny how I have to even check with certain people that like I might res- I respect a lot that I check with them and I'm like what do you think should I should I open up that space. So I checked with a few people including my therapist who was like so for it and she wanted to be on the podcast but she actually couldn't just because it was a little bit of a conflict of interest. And then I actually checked with one of my exes who was like fucking go for it. He was like he was he was good cuz I was like how much into detail do you think I can go and he was like just say whatever like whatever you want to say. And I think anyone who we've had a healthy relationship with like we can learn things from that, but there should never be like you shouldn't really have like if if you're intimidated or scared about meeting someone for a date because they have a podcast about sex and dating relationships that should probably be a red flag onto yourself I think like why are you bringing that on yourself why are you going to show up on the podcast and if it's because you've asked your whole fire brigade to follow me and you've unmatched me in the meantime then <laughs> yes yeah. you you earned that he earned that so I just I was it like fired me up James I was, I was like pissed I was like what the fuck is like you could have also just been like hey don't think this is really going to work but I also checked. It's a two-step process. You cannot accidentally unmatch on Hinge. Are you on Hinge? Do you ever... I am on Hinge, of course. And when you unmatch, do you unmatch people? <laughs> um, I can't remember the last time I've unmatched someone. So, like, I usually just think, like, let the conversation just sit or die. But, like, he just went for the... F- I mean, at this stage, you better, you better unmatch me if you're going to go this far. But it's a swipe to the left, hit unmatch, and then it says, basically are you sure? And he clicked that confirm button or that Mm. unmatched purple button. So we're not going to get him popping back up in your DMs in a few weeks being like, I accidentally hit unmatch. I didn't mean to. So I thought that he might because I was like, his firefighter friends still do follow me. Um, Even worse yet, I know the area he lives and I'm in that area all the time. And so I'm going to run into him. Fate will have it that I will run into him. And um, I always have something cheeky to say. Like, I'm sure that I'll think something. I'm sure that I'll think something up. But I think that what I might say, because I would imagine his friends will still pay attention to the socials and they might listen to the podcast altogether. And I feel like a great line for him would be like, well, you kind of asked for it because you added some fuel to the flame, didn't you, for that podcast episode? You know, get it, firefighters? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> OMG. And I think that I would just laugh hysterically because I think I'm really much funnier than I really am. And um, and that, <laughs> that would be the end of that. So that's my dating story of the day. I'm going to open it up for you to tell us as many stories as you want. Current, former future you never you never know well gosh that's a big kettle of fish (laughs) in our next episode we are going to actually introduce james we're going to get to know james a little bit and we're going to talk a little bit about some of our relationship and dating history so this was your first episode of dating with them i think is what we'll call it we'll think of a cool spicy name for it and hope you enjoyed we will catch you in the next episode bye everyone see ya 
Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I'm Em, and you can catch more on my socials at emilywalter underscore. The research referenced in this episode is available in the show notes. Please remember to like and subscribe because it supports the podcast and it also tells me you're listening. Now, I encourage you to spread the message that nothing's too taboo.